And welcome, folks, to another edition of Definitive Cinema. I am your host, Chris Peterson. So glad you're joining us for what should be a very uh, impending doom type of episode. I don't know. We're talking about disaster movies today. Um, Not exactly the feel-good type of movies that uh, folks tend to see, but nonetheless, a genre that Hollywood just can't seem to get enough of. Uh, Just blowing things up, ending the world, destroying property. That's what these movies are basically all about. Joining me, as always, is Mr. Greg Earhart. You, Peterson, you lying, murdering son of a bitch. You almost suckered me in. I started to believe in your promises on Definitive Cinema that we had a chance. What chance? You took for me the only thing I ever loved in the whole world. My Linda, my Linda, you <laughs> killed her. <laughs> Good lord, that was I a dramatic that movie. moment. I love that movie so much. <laughs> <laughs> my Linda. <laughs> my Linda. Uh, and Mr. Ken Jones. Iceberg, right ahead. Is that it? That's it. Okay. I, I can't. You, you, you have to balance by now. Yeah, I was hoping that you were going to do like the Billy Zane. Please, she's all I have. <laughs> I'm, all, I'm all she's got. <laughs> Greatest heel moment of any movie of all time, by the way. Um, gentlemen, we are talking about movies that, for some reason, uh, we know what's going to happen in every single one of these things, basically. But yet we just keep coming back to that disaster movie well. Ken, I'm going to start with you. What is it about these movies that you love, loathe, keep your interest? I mean, what is it about disaster films for you? Oh, I think uh, – well, I, I... – I guess I can only speak for myself, but I imagine that uh, everybody goes to see the uh, the destruction, the the uh, the mass uh, um, just crumbling of 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 whatever, whether it be uh, you know cities or, or planets even um, or or buildings. Uh, just uh, yeah, it's it's a kind of like the roller coaster rides for for big blockbuster movies. Um, everybody loves the spectacle of a of a disaster movie. You know, yep. uh, yeah, I, I think uh, for me personally, I prefer like the uh, the smaller scale stuff, like the things that are happening in in like one location uh, on like either a plane or a boat or like a tower, something like that. Or uh, as opposed to, you know, the big like, you know, earth shattering like events like, uh, you know, day after tomorrow or or 2012, like those kind of like grand scale movies. Um, right. Kind of feel like you get to a certain point, it almost becomes kind of laughable, but um, you know, um, yeah, I, the thing I, I think I like most about these movies is uh, you get kind of a decent ensemble cast for them. You get a lot of that guy actors too, usually. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, that's kind of the, but everybody's, you know, basically shows up for the, uh, blowing stuff up you know exactly <laughs> sometimes exactly. sometimes they have like the movie with a message kind of uh thing to them but usually it's just window dressing for blowing stuff up exactly greg how about you so i have to contest what you opened with actually we don't know what's going to happen in some or many of the disaster movies i mean okay we think we know the disaster is going to fold but we don't know who's going to survive the disaster and i think that's really pivotal in uh, in many of these movies and that's what, and that's what the audience really clings to um ken you, you made it you made a good point i think there, there's really two types of disaster movies one is large scale you know world is ending giant right. asteroid hitting but then there's small scale like just a ship 
that's being flooded or it's a house being flooded or a fire that's consuming a building. And I think both have value. Um, I, I think the cool thing about disaster movies is when disasters can show a true, how characters react to the disaster, right? You know, so like they're going to show their true selves. Heroes are going to shine and other characters, you know, the more you get to know them, the more you get to see how they respond, you know, to a disaster. And some of those arcs are really terrific. Um, Ultimately though, I also, what's fun about disaster movies is um, the disaster is as, 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 as a big, as is the, the biggest star of the movie, along with whatever the movie stars in it, you know, you you go to see uh, the asteroid, you know, hitting the Earth. You go to see the ship sinking. You go to see the the, the big fire, um, the big storm in the ocean. You the know, lava. That, yep, the lava. All the CGI or the practical effects that go into it. That's as much as a star in the movie as anything else, you know, in it. That's a good yeah. question, so Greg. Let me ask you this um, before I throw it back to Ken. Do you like it when like action? the plot takes place within the disaster or do you prefer the disaster to be the central figure? I.E. Uh, a movie like hard rain with <laughs> Christian Slater. Where... Yes. Break down hard rain for us. <laughs> Let's break down hard rain for a second. There's basically, it's a, uh, like a heist movie that's taking place during a, a town wide flood. Like, do you, do you, does that, do you like those types of movies? Or do you prefer a movie that central, you know, centers it's on the disaster itself? Uh, I do tend to like those movies. I, I like when uh, I, I like movies where the characters have to achieve something while a disaster is happening in the background. Not mm-hmm. just in the background, but the disaster are creeping up. I think large scale disaster movies like Armageddon. Uh, they're not quite Armageddon. Uh, what's the other one? Uh, the one the Deep, other, impact. Deep Impact. Deep Impact. Yeah. Those like t- 2012. They have a very hard time kind of wrapping the movie up because the scale is so big, you're dealing with so many people involved, you know, and the impact of all that. It's, it's very hard to make that, to really get into the characters and make that a kind of a tidy plot that, you know, you usually kind of need, you know, to get satisfaction. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I do, I tend to like the smaller scale uh, disaster movies. Ken, yeah, how about I you? Think, I think with, like, what Greg was saying, with the, the big spec, like the big large scale disaster movies, um, they try to put in, like a personal hook for like the main character, like, uh, you know, uh, John Cusack with his, his wife or estranged wife and daughter, or, you know, the rock with, with his estranged wife and daughter, or, <laughs> you know, with common themes there, um, similar yeah. themes throughout a lot of these. Um, but you try to tell like the personal story, quote unquote, within the, within the larger tale. Um, mm. so it's usually, it's usually kind of a mixed bag there. Right. For movie okay, let me movie. ask you this. Ken, who's your favorite of? Because you mentioned before, like you, you, we typically get an ensemble of of actors and characters in these films. Um, typically, you, there's a consistency among the personality traits or types of characters that we see across the board. Who is your favorite character that you <sighs> typically see in a disaster film? Greg, Greg I'm going to ask you the same question. Hmm. Probably, I, I, I don't know if I have a a definitive like. Favorite, but I have a definitive least favorite. Okay, go <laughs> for I that. Can, if I can go that way, Greg, same. Uh, I'll ask the same. Which one do you love? It'll love it'll, yeah. it'll be the okay. one. It'll be the character that uh, you know completely ignores all of the warning signs or the hard science and just like <laughs> brushes it all away as like trivialities, and then it just like smacks everybody in the face and he's like, "I was so wrong. You were so right." 
kind of thing. You know, so you're like, like uh, Wesley Nielsen in the Poseidon. <laughs> <Master. laughs> it's kind of like um, the the vice president in uh, the day after tomorrow. That, Just that the character. vice president in any of these movies. Yeah, right. pretty much, probably. Yeah. <laughs> Craig, how about you? Which, char- yeah, which characters uh, do you like or loathe? Uh, the like is basically whoever the alpha of the group is a decision maker the leader whether it's the president or whether it's just you know the leader of the group or you i, I always enjoy seeing how they make decisions in times of stress and the and the thought process they go through um that's just always someone i enjoy watching especially when done well uh characters you loathe you know the the whiners uh people who second guess everything you know those those are ones you're supposed to kind of mm-hmm. hate and stuff and they're my uh they're my number one uh, hate as well so for me, I my favorite is what I call the resourceful old old man who's seen mm. this before. So yeah. it's always the quiet one in the corner, like, "Hey, pops, what do you think about this?" And the guy's like, "You you weren't around when this happened the last time, like you know, or something like you know, you know he doesn't do much, but then he like there's a pivotal moment in the movie where he, he like pulls a lever or knows like the way to get out, and you know, um, and it's like, wow, Gramps, you really." You really knew this or something like that. So resourceful old guy is one of my favorites. Like, you know, you know, it's always good with that guy too. Is like when he gets his recognition and then dies like immediately right afterwards. Right. <laughs> exactly. Um, my second, my the one I loathe is is the scaredy cat until he does something big. Mm. So it's it's always and I, I don't, oh gosh I hate to be racist but it's always it's always a minority usually the comedian if you're gonna cast someone in this movie it's like the whoever has a comedic resume is usually cast in this role where it's like oh snap oh my god like I'm freaking out this is crazy um, and then they're like um, hey man you need to do task A B and C or all gonna die and the, and he's like oh I don't want to do it and then he does it and then he's like he feels good about himself and that's like his arc like at the end mm. of the movie he's like triumphant because he overcame his fear of what was happening all, all around him basically so um those types of characters i typically hate because they're just like why didn't that guy die uh at the beginning of the movie like why did <laughs> why did the old why did the resourceful old man have to die but the scaredy cat Throughout the entire movie, lives at the end. So, on, on a related note, Chris hates the Cowardly Lion from The Wizard of Oz. I hate right. the Cowardly Lion. Oh my god! How dare he find his courage? How dare he? How dare he? Um, but like, I'm thinking like LL Cool J from like Deep Blue Sea. Like that mm-hmm. character just drives me up the wall. So, um, there, there you go. There you go. Good stuff. Well, let's get into it. Let's get into our definitive picks. So, folks. What we like to do on this podcast is basically answer the question if uh, aliens landed on this planet and wanted to see uh, a disaster film, what would which one would you pick? It might not be the best one, certainly might not be the worst, but what is the definitive disaster film that you would show aliens or someone who's never seen a natural disaster in their life? You know, things like that. So in order to make sure not, we're not cheating for variety's sake, we like to basically announce our picks at the count of three and then break it down uh, why. So gentlemen... Let's do this. On the count of three, we will announce our disaster picks. One, two, three. Besides the Twister. Adventure. Whoa. Oh, yes, Ken. Yes. Yeah. You'd be in my corner on this. Now, one. Ken, I for the clarification's sake, Ken went with the Poseidon Adventure remake, not the original. No. <laughs> just, <laughs> just so we're clear. No. no um, to the no. So you both picked the Poseidon Adventure. Yeah. Yes. All right. Well, Ken, let's start with you. Why did you pick the Poseidon Adventure? 
I mean, there's only really one reason, it's, and that reason is Gene Hackman. <laughs> As we've discussed several times on this on this uh, podcast, uh, I have a deep abiding love for the uh, acting talents of of Gene Hackman. No, um, but, do, but do aliens though? That's well, the- I mean, they'll you know after showing them all these Gene Hackman movies, they're gonna have, <laughs> not really gonna have a choice. Right, right. <laughs> he has a very outsized um, stature in the uh, alien world from all the movies we've shown of him. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, no, so. Um, uh, I like this movie because it's it's the uh, you know you got the cruise ship that's capsized by the tsunami and um, you have this group of that's led by Hackman uh, who who leads this group through the overturned uh, ship to upside try to down. get to upside down yeah yeah um, to try to get to the the hull or whatever the weakest point of of the uh, of the ship to try to get to possibly be rescued um and it's it's a ragtag group um you got like old people young people uh recently married people um and and they go through all these different obstacles that they have to go through inside the ship uh i like that the ship is upside down so all the rooms are you know reverse and everything and Mm -hmm. um yeah it's got a pretty good cast too like i said gene hackman ernest borgnine uh, Shelley Winters, Roddy McDowell. Uh, it's a simple premise, and Grandpa Joe from Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. <laughs> yes, sir. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> and it's got uh, you know some inventive set pieces and stuff too. So there you go. There you go. All right, Greg, your reasoning. Yeah, again, it's it's definitive because I think it's so inventive, as you said. It's not. It's you know they're not just facing a water; they're facing an upside down ship. You know, and to a certain extent, each other. Although it's mostly a teamwork movie, but you know they have to. It's a large yeah, group; they have to get through room heads, by room. Yeah, yeah. And um, and what I like about I think this movie does for flooding better than most other flooding movies is the water, the creep of the water is a little bit slower than usual. I would say, although it's still up there, so it's just it's something they're always looking back towards, mm. and it's something it's always it's like. <clears throat> It's like, you know, they're always turning around and seeing, oh, it's getting higher, it's getting higher, you know, and they have to keep racing against the clock, basically. You know, it's it's hard enough just to get through an upside-down ship, never mind the water, you know, creeping up. So it's just, it's a good, you know, edge-of-your-seat, you know, kind of way, but in a very slow, slower, slower way than usual, um, wondering just how the heck they're going to pull this off. Um that's basically my my reason. I, I think flooding movies in general, I'll get into this a little bit, are are the are the best kind of disaster for that reason because again, it's a, it's such a a slow burn. Forgive the ironic pun, um, mm. but it's um, yeah, it's again good cast. I think it's very a character centric disaster movie. I think which is always good, and so you get focus on characters, but also focus on you know a really terrible disaster, and uh, it's it's very effective all the way around. Yeah, Greg, you were saying about uh, the the flooding. I like that because you not only are working against the the disaster, but it's also like a time crunch on top of it too. So yeah. it's it's a little bit of like a pressure cooker, so, <laughs> right? Oh, it's yeah. a total pressure. So cooker. it's, it's yeah. really that's an extra little level that not every every disaster movie has. Yeah. Well, if you like flooding movies, you'll love Hard Rain <laughs> with Christian Slater uh, <clears throat> and Morgan Freeman. And Morgan Freeman. It's a great movie. What's he doing in that movie? <clears throat> it's money. Um, so I went with Twister. And uh, the reason being is I, I would make the same argument for Poseidon Adventure that it's the best of its disaster. Like there is no better boat 
disaster film than the Poseidon Adventure, period. When it comes to tornadoes or hurricanes or like storm-related natural disaster films, I think when people think disaster, they automatically assume like kind of those types of disasters rather than maybe a tsunami. But uh, Twister is, is a perfect movie. It's perfect. And what I love about it is it walks the line brilliantly of, you know, silliness and taking itself just enough seriously for, for the fans to be like, wow, this is actually pretty kick-ass. Um, it came out at a time when there was this almost generational leap of visual effects uh, mm. in the mid-90s. So it's like pre-Twister, we weren't seeing, like pre that movie, pre that summer, we weren't seeing, you know, visual effects on, on any level to that degree. And then for some reason, summer of 96 comes out and everything is like, oh my God, you know, it's probably Jurassic Park was probably the 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 door opener to all this. But um, it was like, oh my God, everything is really good now in terms of, you know, visual effects. Um, you're getting great performances left and right. You're getting all the characters, the classic characters that you would want in the entire movie. You're getting the old resourceful grandma who makes food. You're getting... Um, the scaredy cat and Jamie Gertz, who thankfully departs um, early in this movie. So it just, it just has a lot of great action set pieces. Obviously the disaster sequences are spectacular. The ending is absolutely preposterous to them like dangling in the middle of a tornado, but yet it's like, it's perfect. Soundtrack Van Halen. Amazing. Um, and it, it, I saw that movie and I was like, I, Jesus, do I want to become a storm chaser? Like, do I want to do this for a living? How long did that last Chris? Uh, until Mission Impossible came out a month <laughs> later, and I said I want to do that instead. Um, Good answer. <laughs> uh, but, uh, great summer, by the way. Not, uh, we haven't had enough yeah. documentaries about the summer '96, yeah. but um, it, it just is an absolute thrill ride of a movie. Um, so much so they actually made a, an actual ride of it at Universal Studios Florida. Um, but again, great performance. You're getting Helen Hunt coming off an Oscar. Uh, to do this movie, you're getting, um, or is it before? Is before? Is before. before? Anyway, she's on her ascent to get an Oscar. Um, <laughs> you're getting B. Nice Pax. You're getting my man Bill Paxton, who is in the Hall of Fame for for like, you know, whatever character you wanted to make him in a in a disaster action film, he played it perfectly. So B. Pax, and then you get this ensemble of of those guys and gals actors. Mm -hmm. That is almost, it's like a murderer's row of talent. You get Philip Seymour Hoffman, you get Alan Ruck, you get um, um, just a bunch. Of, I, I'm, I'm running out of it. Carrie Uliz. I can't never pronounce his last name. I mean, it's just awesome. So Twister, Twist. I mean, I will sit down. It, it literally is on my uh, on my iTunes. Like I downloaded the movie, I bought it, I watch it at least once every ninety days. I swear to God. What? So wow, I swear so to God, I've seen, it, I've seen it. I've seen it multiple times during the year. You watch it multiple times, well, five throughout times the year. a year. I would say, I would say more than once, <laughs> less than five. There you go. <laughs> it's 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 on. It's probably because I draw, I travel a lot, and I drive a lot, so it puts me in this mode of like, you, you watch know, it it's while a, you drive. You watch I watch it, it while I drive. I put it on, I put the screen up on my my windshield. Um, it's good distraction from yeah, from sure. all the That's driving. The rental car companies, this, you know. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> rental car company. Why, sir? Why did you have like multiple screen? Why do you have a fifty inch screen <laughs> in your passenger side seat? Um, but yes, no, I love I love Twister. I can't get enough of it. So there you go. Clearly. 
Wow. Yeah. So those are well, all the I, I, I've only seen Poseidon Adventure, I mean, I don't know, four or five times total. Oh, gosh. Yeah, yeah in my life. You're no, yeah. you're no fan. Um, <laughs> I question how much you like that movie. Yeah, right. Um, <clears throat> well, wow. No, no, but no. So on Poseidon Adventure was its reputation is like it's a campy movie. Like, I just don't see it. I see it as like legitimately good. <laughs> like, I don't know. How, I mean, it's a campy premise i guess but especially when linda dies mm. well right it's a it's a tragic kind of moment movie. there's real state right people die like this is not you know she, some... hit, she hits the floor hard by the way you see <laughs> you see that fall <laughs> right so let's go let's get into our best and worst for disaster because i'm really looking forward to seeing what the worst might be because there's a lot of bad disaster films so greg let's start with you best and worst and why well, we already know your best. I mean, so I guess we can just skip that. Um, I, I went with Perfect Storm as the best, just because it's uh, mm. again another another uh, ocean uh, flood. Not really a flooding story, but obviously like a, 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 perf- a storm movie, a disaster movie. Really well done, tight story, um, great visuals to it. Um, you're living the storm as it happens. Um, again, not a complicated story on its face. You'd think it have problems reaching its runtime, but they do it really effectively. Um, also, disaster movie where they don't make it out alive, which I think is uh, pretty crucial towards a great disaster because, obviously, in disasters, a lot of people don't make it out alive. So, um, yeah, kudos to that movie. Um, worst movie, I went with Pompeii. Um, <laughs> God, that, it, this was a movie I was actually really looking forward to just because, A, I like the era. B, Kiefer Sutherland was in it. Um, and, yeah, I love Kiefer Sutherland. And uh, Sutherland was in that movie. Oh yeah, oh wow, yeah, he's, I didn't know he's that. the evil uh, senator. Yeah, oh, yeah. Gosh. <laughs> Is he Calculius? <laughs> but Kit, Kit Harrington from Game of Thrones. Yeah, I knew he was in it. Yeah. So, uh, oh yeah, no, Kiefer Sutherland had no business being in this. After you see it, you're like, what? What is he doing in this movie? Um, but, um, but great premise. And I was picturing a movie where, like something would be happening with like Vesuvius in the background, you know, just looming the threat looming for the entire runtime. And then you eventually get the payoff, but it just, it does not pay off. Uh, it's a really bad plot. It's a, it's a really flimsy plot and just, uh, I, it, it should have been so much better. So disappointing, so bad, terrible dialogue, uh, plot you don't really care about. And, uh, and that's, uh, that's my thing. There you go. There you go. Ken, how about you? Best and worst. Uh, so best, I double dipped and went with Poseidon Adventure. Um, it's just, yeah, I, looking at the list of uh, other options out there, it, it was the best one for me. Yeah, so, it's it's really good. it's really up there. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, I, I'm sure you could find like some other ones that you could you know make a case for, but uh, yeah, that that's the one for me. Uh, worst, I went with 2012. Um, I just think it's such a dumb movie. So dumb. Oh, it, it, the, the other thing I can't get, it's, it, the title is 2012. It came out in 2009. Like, come oh. on. Like, talk about jumping the gun. Like, <laughs> and, like, everybody's making a big deal about, oh, the Mayan calendar, 2012, right. it's the end of the world. And then they released the movie in 2009. Come on. Uh, this is like the. Well, it, if, he, if it releases after 2012, no uh, one's going to see it because I already it, know how it, it ends. Release it in 2011, <laughs> December of 2011. I don't care. Just 2009. Come on, get out of here. Anyways, okay. this movie, this movie was basically like the equivalent of uh, the end of the Attitude Era in WWE. 
where <laughs> at, at some point they're just doing these crazy ridiculous stunts that the wrestlers are doing that are just so extreme and the question became like where do we go from here how do we top this and there was no answer so they had to go to the pg era like the the, the level of destruction in that movie is just so over the top ridiculous well, like Ken, I, I the just, world I is ending i mean how, how can you not go over the top on it i know like, but like, it's uh, just like uh i just i can't i just can't <laughs> and it's two hours and 38 minutes it's oh it's my. over two and a half hours. Like I I, I considered rewatching it, and I saw the runtime, and I'm like, hell no, <laughs> I will not subject myself to that. So yeah, worse. You did like a movie where China. You did like the movie where China came in for the win. Yeah, uh, they, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that plays really well in uh, 2021 America. <laughs> um, <clears throat> good stuff. Good stuff. All right, so for my pick. Um, my my best. I actually went with Armageddon as my best. Your best, okay. As my best. Reason being, how is, many times have you seen Armageddon per year? Oh my god! At least uh, once at a least year. Every one, at every least every once. At least once a year. Every ninety um, days. Like you know, here's the here's the thing with Armageddon. Here's the thing with Armageddon. First of all, it's it, I didn't. The reason I didn't pick it as my definitive movie is I don't think the aliens would have enjoyed it. I think they would have been like, "We see this every day. Who cares?" Uh, it, it, you know, they they wouldn't. They understand what an asteroid situation is, but they really wouldn't understand what a twister is. So that's that's the route I was going on that end. But um, no, Armageddon again is a perfect movie. It is Michael Bay at his zenith. Um, like you know, arguably he hasn't made a better movie. Um, and uh, great cast. Do, great cast who understands the movie that they're in. So you're getting like the exact type of performance that you want from Willis, from Affleck, from Liv Tyler, from all these other guys who, by the way, you want to talk about another murderer's row cast. I mean, that, that cast is ridiculous. Yeah. Um, you're getting Billy Bob Thornton post Oscar, you know, nomination. Yes, this uh, one is post Oscar. This is his first, like, you know, Oh, by the way, we're going to try to make this guy a star. Um, he is perfect. Billy Bob Thornton is perfect in this movie. Um, you're getting uh, Owen Wilson before anybody who knew Owen Wilson was. He gets like three lines and then he dies as soon as they land um, on the asteroid itself. It's the most preposterous plot in, in the history. And yet I sit down and I am entertained from start to finish. Uh, it is fantastic. So you're getting great A. Steve Buscemi. Um, yeah, no, love it. Great action. So, great so, Eddie, Eddie Griffin Finally, in the beginning of the movie. But- I have a question. My, my, yeah, me too. Is Armageddon yeah. a disaster movie? Yes. Yeah, that's what I was saying. I don't think there's enough disaster in this movie. I don't movie. think there is. It never hits the France blows up. Like, France blows up. The, Big France in the south of China explode. At the very, very end. Yeah. Sure, sure. <laughs> Oh no! There's also there's also an asteroid shower over New York City. A, <laughs> the movie starts most with an the, asteroid shower. Yeah, but most of the movie takes place like on the con, on the con. And, and right. Mr. Hoop, Mr. Cooper is like freaking out. Like, um, come on now! It's a disaster yeah. film. Uh, Armageddon you, is a disaster. Have a better film. case for Deep Impact. Yeah, Deep Impact. Yeah, Deep yeah. Impact sucks. I mean, <laughs> Deep, Impact Deep Impact is like. Deep impact. At least Deep is, impact actually hits the planet. The right. problem. Right. The problem with Deep Impact was they tried to like go for the Oscar with Deep Impact. Like, let's make a uh, serious disaster film. Did it's they a. Ser- they released it in March. Yeah. It's a serious disaster film. 
it's it's one that doesn't understand that it's a disaster film. But They're they, like, but, let's but try to make a human drama disaster. I mean, they prevent they they went up there to prevent disaster. So right. it's, stu- it's a stupid they movie. Stupid movie. How many? How many? How many? Uh, so so, Armageddon is supposed to be a movie about you know a, a comet asteroid hitting Earth. Yep, and it's the size of Texas. The size of Texas. Billy, Billy Bob Thornton makes that very clear. The ones um, that the, this morning, those are and, you know and, nothing. Those are volley, beach balls and the size of Volkswagen. And, and how many? How many? Jason Isaacs is in this movie. Ah, <laughs> right, you got me there. Stop, stop the feeling. That's Greg's heart. Greg, focus on Jason your head. Isaacs. Jason Isaacs saves <laughs> the planet. He comes up with the plan. Oh, he, too, oh, he doesn't question. launch the asteroid into Earth. He's not the villain behind the. Oh, oh, never mind. Never mind. Anyways. Um, so so how how many people actually die from from this event in in armageddon yeah M- millions i mean the Don't south china know? sea france paris france is gone paris france is gone it's million that's a million that's a million people right the, there. Deep deep impact the, 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 the uh impact. The actually hits and and probably the majority of the world is is wiped out that's that's over that's half. No, no, it stops. It's, remember, remember, they're on the freeway, like running from this thing, and the, yes, the water but, just stops. But not everybody gets California. to high enough ground. Yeah, but that they're still in California when that happens. I, I don't, I just, I don't see it, Chris. It's a stupid movie. I, I don't, I don't either. I don't, you're out, I don't, you're outvoted. Yeah, yeah I, I don't think there's enough disaster in your disaster right. movie. You know Go what? Wow, you're heartless yeah. towards the, the French and the <laughs> Asians listening to this podcast would disagree with you. Um, they would look at they they look at Armageddon as the greatest disaster film of all time because of what happens in the South China Sea. So you guys are jerks. Um, Anyways, your worst. As for my worst, as for my worst, I went with the Poseidon Adventures. Oh, <laughs> boo. No. Uh, the 2006 no, I went, version. I went with the 2006 uh, Poseidon Adventure. I did. Uh, really? It is a truly okay. yeah. It's an awful no. film. It's awful. It's no, it's awful. not. It's it's awful. It's awful. No, it's- it's- Awful. It's, it's like the same plot. It's the same. First movie. of all, first of all, they made a big deal about casting Fergie in this movie, and they kill her in the first five minutes of the movie, so she's gone. Andre like Brower, so Andre Andre Brower is the captain. Like, how dare you make you know Andre Brower the captain in this movie? He deserves to be uh, much better than that. You get a confusing. Uh, cast of who is the alpha male in this movie? Is it Josh Lucas? Kurt is it Russell. Kurt Russell? Yes, I don't Kurt know. Russell. Yes. Kurt Russell dies at the end of the movie. Now, yes. here's the thing. Here's the thing about the Poseidon Adventure, the remake that I will give it. Apparently, it has the most accurate depiction of someone drowning in a movie. Like apparently, like oh. when Michael, when Kurt Russell drowns to death at the end of the movie, that's how people actually drown. I don't, I read that. So great, um, awesome, so dark. <laughs> It's gonna haunt my dreams forever, but <laughs> but that's that's it. That's the, I don't I can't I don't even remember the, any of the rest of the cast in that movie. I remember Josh Lucas and Kurt Russell and Fergie and Andre Brower, and that's it. The movie sucks. That's my worst one. Worse than and 2012. It's well, there's I mean I could have put Geostorm in there. I could have put I put Geostorm in there. Is that? There's I just take. I just feel like taking. Actually, you know what? I take it back. The worst. My worst one. My worst one is volcano. Volcano. Vol- yeah. Volcano is a bad. Not one. A good one, yeah. Because you know what the problem with volcano is? They the solution at one. the end. What was that? There's just one. I know, right? Well, the, the solution at the end to quote unquote defeat the lava, what should have been their first option? Like that's the first thing you think of. Like, 
oh, we should reroute the lava so it goes out towards the sea because we've got this like reservoir that doesn't work anymore. That's the, you know, there's there's a solution. But no, we get this whole runaround. And by the way, this was the summer of bad, excuse me, volcano movies. We had this, we had Dante's Peak, yes, literally Dante's Peak. a couple yes. months before it. Um, <laughs> Come it's on! A shame. <laughs> it's a shame that volcanoes haven't gotten good. Uh, <laughs> We do need volcanoes get a volcano. bad rap. Yeah. They do, yeah. just like horses. Horse, have you? Can you name a good horse movie? You can't. So you can't name a good volcano movie. So it's a, it's 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 unfortunate. War, War Horse? No, that's not a good movie. <laughs> <laughs> come, come on, that's not a good movie. Yeah, okay. <laughs> who, who cares? <laughs> Wasn't like uh, like Black Beauty or something like an Oscar Best Picture winner? No, no, I never won Best Picture. There's, I mean, there's, there's these aren't good movies. They're no. not. <laughs> Dismissive. Can, can anybody? Can anybody out there seriously tell me that Sea Biscuit is a good movie? And I mean, first of all, the, the, you know, I'll, I'll at least give Warhorse. You know, they actually put screen time with the horse. Like the horse actually gets some screen time. With Seabiscuit, it's like the business of horse racing. That's like the movie. Did anyway. you want the horse to have lines like Mr. Ed? I mean, what, what do you <laughs> Yes. <laughs> I mean, Chloe Zhao had a, a movie called uh, The Rider, I believe. <laughs> oh, oh, what uh, about the um, recent the, Oscar uh, winner? Mortensen one, the, uh, the one where he rides the oh, horse. Oh, Hidalgo. Yes. Hidalgo. Yeah. Right. Oh, God, that movie's This is wrong. That movie's terrible. <laughs> You're wrong, Chris. You're just so, so horses. Wrong. Horses don't get good movies. Coming next week, definitive horse, <laughs> definitive Ooh. horse. Yeah. We should we should do a definitive animal movie at some point, but no, uh, just horse, no, 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 just no. Ho- just no. just horses. Sources. Dogs deserve their own. Horses deserve their own. Absolutely. It's ridiculous. Ridiculous. All right. Well, that's going to wrap up this episode. No, uh, no, it's not. No, it's what? not. We have a couple. We have a we have a special exercise. Oh, oh we have a special exercise. We do. Right. Yeah. Right. You're supposed to tell me these things before Christopher, me. Christopher. Yeah. Special exercise. <laughs> All right. Go ahead. <laughs> All right. We're going to play uh, from the box office preview. So we're going to do a see, don't see of. Um, all the disa- different types of disasters. So see, don't see, for those of us who have never listened to the Box Office Preview podcast, we uh, it's a way we quantify our interest in how badly we're interested in seeing the movie based on one aspect of the movie alone. So, for example, <clears throat> if I just tell you uh, it's a disaster movie, are you really excited to see it just based off knowing it's a disaster movie? Or you're just like, I'm out, don't want to see anything of the sort. But we're going to play this game just for the different types of disasters. And we're going to score interest from a positive three, which means you're there opening night, to a negative three, meaning you're never seeing this at any point, ever, you know, for, for any reason. All right. You guys follow? Yes. yes. All right. So all you know about the disaster movie, it's based on a fire. It could be like a building on fire. It could be like a uh, a forest fire, just like an amazing raging fire. That, like an oil oil. Uh, yeah, it could be fire. Fire. Like yeah. horizon kind of thing. Yeah, they okay. had to contend with the uh, the big fire that engulfs a lot of different people and you know homes and areas and stuff. Mm. See or don't see? Uh, I'm gonna say don't see. Well, a three to oh, that's not, uh, <laughs> this doesn't know how to play the game. Wait, I'm sorry. Uh, I will say a four. It's nope, to three. Nope. Oh, it's it. to three. I'm sorry. Stop it. Uh, <laughs> I'm, you're, I'm, trolling. I'm a, you're trolling me right now. Uh, I'm a one. I'm a one. I think I'm a one as well. Yeah, I think I'm a two only because I haven't. There hasn't been a good one to come out in a while. So if they came out with one right now, I'd be sort of. I'd be kind of interested. Uh, flooding. All you know is uh, 
it's a it's a movie featuring flooding as like the disaster. It could be big scale, minor scale, house, a town, the world. You know, the oceans rising. Whatever you're doing, so you're like hard rain with Christian Slater. Sure. Uh, I'm a I'm a two on flooding. I like I like flooding. Yeah, I'm also a two on flooding. Yeah, weird. strong two, strong two as well. One movie I wanted to give a shout out to was Crawl, which is like yes. a, a combo flooding yes. slash creature feature. Really Another good movie. Really good. Very really effective. Good just on a very small and short. Right. It's, it's like short. A, it's like a compact, like efficient ninety minutes. Yeah, and really good use of like the slow burn of flooding. And also really good use of when the flooding increases, so does the crocodiles, you know, or the alligators, whichever <laughs> one it was, you know, as the, you know, the alligators get to the top floor. So I just want to give a shout out to that. Uh, earthquakes. All you know is that it's an earthquake. Three. I think I'm a, I think I'm a one. Uh, yeah, I'm a one on that one. I'm like a minus two, I think, on that. I, I just, I don't care. Eh, whatever the world shakes a bunch buildings fall okay i I just i don't see i I don't know not interested minus two um we'll say the world ending all i know is the world's ending could be from anything just like 2012 basically you know the world Mm. is uh, falls into itself uh see or don't see i'm gonna say negative three on these just because (laughs) they tend to be they tend to be very depressing Mm. right well, if that's the case, Chris, if I got a movie for you, <laughs> Melancholia. <laughs> uh, no, uh, I'm I'm a negative two on that one. Wow, I'm a, I'm like a positive one. I'm interesting. Mm. I, the other, the yeah. other problem too is, is I, to it. Yeah. The other problem I have with these is they they also tend to get very preachy. Like it's right. our fault the world is ending. Uh, it's not just a natural occurrence. It's like day after tomorrow. You know, like geostorm yep. like it's our fault man <laughs> right <laughs> um so i don't like to be lectured for two hours there you go. <laughs> uh asteroids oh three asteroids three uh yeah I, mm, yeah i'm a two wait are we admitting that this asteroids are disaster films right <laughs> if they hit the earth yes <laughs> so they they have to hit the not, oh, they're oh, pre- not, not their evil not evil men breaking off of them Sir, like Asian children like died in Armageddon. <laughs> like the right before the asteroid hits in the South China Sea, you see a little boy eating dim sum with his grandfather, and then the asteroid hits. I'm a zero. Um, so we wow. have some spread in the last few. Yeah, interesting. Uh, volcanoes. Volcanoes. Mm. Oh gosh, three. Negative three. <laughs> Negative three. Okay. Uh, Negative three. Is that what you said? Negative three. Yeah, I'm a I'm a zero just because. I'm, I'm hopeful for a, a halfway decent volcano movie at some point, but yeah, uh, they're not great. If it's ancient, I'm like a one to two. If it's current day, I'm like a minus two. So probably on average, I'm a zero. Uh, but yeah, tornadoes, twisters, tornadoes, mm. three, three. Yeah, I think I might be a three on that one or two. I'll say a two. It depends. Yeah, it's there's gonna be some spread be, on mine. I, uh, I, I don't. I don't know about chasing tornadoes, but if like a tornado came to like a town and they deal with it, I think I'm I think I'm more interested in that. So probably a one on average. Uh, lastly, like global warming, like I'm not sure how this would work, but like a, like a really rapid, accelerated global warming where like so the day world after gets tomorrow. Ah, <laughs> uh, not that rapid. Yeah, no, I'm thinking more like yeah, like like it's really really super duper hot, really really fast. You mm. know where it gets yeah that kind of movie. 
See or don't see? Um, negative three. <laughs> yeah, just I'm because like, uh, just because global preaching. warming isn't real. So, so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, see, I'm a negative lot of one. Sweating. Be a lot of sweating in the movie. So, yeah. I'm a negative one. Mm. Kind of intrigued. We haven't really seen that premise yet. So one, I guess. I don't know. All right, that's all I got. Good stuff. Good stuff. Well, that's gonna wrap it up for us this week. Um, so what now? Now, Chris. We rebuild. <laughs> uh, and are you and I standing on like the mountainside overlooking yes. the damage? Yes. Yeah. We okay. Rebuild. Or have we, just, has our boat made it to the Chris, shore of Chris, a distant land? Chris, don't question That's... it. We just rebuild. Did we just land the, the, uh, the, the <laughs> helicopter or spaceship? Sorry. Amidst the wreckage. Amidst the people, people start, Coming out of their where they've been hiding to or hunkering down. Give me a family coming out of their storm cellar, like dad holding the daughter, surveying yes. the damage, and, and the dog. The dog comes out with and them the, dog the dog has to live. Just like sprinkler systems going off because hoses are or you know water mains are broken. Like broken water mains are a must. Yeah. Uh, I'm basically describing the end of Twister because it's a perfect yeah. movie. All right, that's going to wrap us up. Greg, thank you so much, sir. I, I, I ask me for my final thought. Oh, damn it. <laughs> Man, we're just Did leaving. I got a scene for this, for this podcast. Well, sir, every you know, every other episode, I say, Greg, do you have a special exercise on the pod? You're like, no, I don't. And that, that is not true. That is, that is <laughs> blasphemy. Ken, keep this all in. I want this oh, all, yeah, all in. Oh, yeah, let's All right, Greg, do you have any final thoughts? <laughs> Why, thank you for asking. I do. Yes. Um, my final thought is like, given like the disaster movies, like regarding flooding, like the perfect storm. Oh, God, this is been- a thought. I thought you were just going to give us a quote. Oh, my God. You don't even know what's coming. Jesus. Oh, all right. Go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> give us your, 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 top. Hypo- your, your hypothesis. <laughs> Yeah, if you hadn't interrupted him, he would have been done by now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really. So, given the disaster movies that involve flooding, like The Perfect Storm, Poseidon Adventure, The Impossible, Hard Rain, we have to ask ourselves: like, is water really good for you? Like, is it good for us? Like, is, is, is do the cons outweigh the pros of water? I mean, like, well, that's that's the ultimate like the ultimate conundrum. <laughs> we need water for us to sustain us. And we yet, don't need it, that it much is water. capable of destroying us. But it's a horrible <laughs> disaster, right? Exactly. I mean, like drowning, as Kurt Russell demonstrated in the, oh. you know, not that bad. Besides, too much water can be a terrible. bad thing, right? It's it's, <laughs> it's really awful. Good stuff, uh, Greg. Anything else? <laughs> don't, <laughs> Chris. Don't give him an out. <laughs> it's true. Now here's my take on fire. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it keeps us warm, but it also burns <laughs> us. <laughs> oh man, good stuff. Well, folks, that is that is that going to do? It? That's going to do it. That's going to do it for us this week on Definitive Cinema. You can find this podcast and all of our podcasts on the Onstage Blog Podcast Network at onstageblog.com by going to the top of the page. Clicking on podcasts, and you will see all the podcasts. We've got brand new episodes of the movie musical Shakedown, where we did 
uh, a movie called Babes in Arms, which has a shocking amount of blackface in it. So that was that was kind of jarring uh, to find at the end. Um, we've also got another podcast called um, Theater Notes, hosted by myself, and a brand new episode coming out of Stage Directions with Ashley Griffin. So some good stuff out there. Um, definitely check it out. Gentlemen, thank you as always. Thank you. <laughs> Damn it. Damn it. Just say thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Chris. Gosh. Thanks, Chris. <laughs> you No, no, really, it's Chris. Honor Thank you. God, it's I an hope, honor and a privilege. Hope you guys are in the South China Sea when I meet you. All right, folks. We'll see you right here next week on Definitive Cinema. <laughs>